0: I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. It's been a year since the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Iraq, but we still have ways to re-examine what our troops went through there. Take Kevin Power's debut novel, The Yellow Birds. Like the narrator of his book, Kevin Powers was a soldier in Iraq. He served in the U.S. Army in 2004 and 2005 in Tala Far, and in Mosul where he worked with bomb disposal squads and as a machine gunner. The novel tells the story of the relationship between two privates and the traumas the two men suffer in Iraq. Here's author Kevin Powers reading from a novel, a passage describing the feelings of futility that haunt the narrator when he finally sees battle.
1: I thought of my grandfather's war. How they had destination and purpose. How the next day we'd march out under a sun hanging low in the plains in the east. We'd go back into a city that had fought this battle yearly, a slow, bloody parade in fall to mark the change of season. We'd drive them out. We always had. We'd kill them. They'd shoot us and blow off our limbs and run into the hills and wadis, back into the alleys and dusty villages. Then they'd come back. And we'd start all over by waving to them as they leaned against lampposts and unfurled green awnings while drinking tea in front of their shops. While we patrolled the streets, we'd throw candy to their children, with whom we'd fight in the fall a few more years from now.
0: Now, the narrator of your story is uh, Private John Bartle. He's 21. He's slogging through these dusty villages in Iraq, just trying to survive and hold himself together emotionally. Back in the States... Before he left, uh, he made a rash promise to a buddy's mother that he'll bring her son home alive. The odds of living and dying of being a statistic, it must make many military families want some sort of guarantee that their kid won't be that number. Where did that idea come from?
1: You know, I was interested in looking at the ways in which we get ourselves into situations that we haven't really necessarily examined all the possible outcomes of. What do you do when you have made a commitment that you haven't thought through? And one that that would feel like it was worth making. And, of course, in the story, John does it quickly and rashly and, and almost as a, a way of co- sort of conveniently getting out of this awkward conversation. Right. I, I think he comes to believe that it's something important. In a way, it's almost the only thing that's kind of keeping him going and uh, sort of the fixation of his life after he comes back.
0: Right. The repercussions uh, sort of turn the novel into this dark confessional about what your psyche and emotions uh, go through once you're in Iraq and then also when you're back. When you returned from Iraq, how did writing about all of this help you deal with everything on your mind?
1: You know, I've considered myself a writer since the time I was probably 12 or 13. It's just sort of the way that I've tried to understand the world. And, And even immediately after I got back, I wasn't really ready to start looking at that experience yet. But when I was, maybe a year or so after I got back, I you know, started writing poems again and stories again. And, and again, it's just this kind of idea that you know empathy is an act of the imagination. And, and by using our imagination, we can sort of discover things about ourselves and our re- relationships to people that maybe we couldn't if we were looking at it in a more sort of clinical way.
0: You know, Kevin, uh, maybe the harshest reality both Bartle and Murph have to embrace in, in, in this novel is that if you want to survive this kind of combat, the only way to do it, as the platoon sergeant tells him, is not get killed, but to get used to killing. He says you've got to find that nasty streak. That's a pretty grim bit of advice if you want to survive. How did that change you as a person?
1: There's this idea of what war will be like before you go. And, of course, you're trained and the training is effective to to a certain point. But, you know, it's just one of those things that until you're in actually in that situation, the effect that it has on you emotionally isn't something that you can really be prepared for. The kind of double edged sword of being a human being is we, we do have this capacity to adapt to almost any environment, even if that environment is uh, essentially the the worst thing that human beings can participate in i mm. think which is which is war
0: what did you enlist
1: yeah i i was certainly idealistic i love my country my father and my grandfathers had served in the military not as a career but just kind of doing their bit as they say mm. my story with regard to my enlistment is very similar to a lot of other people's a sort of belief in military service being an honorable endeavor a kind of family tradition, it felt very natural to
0: me. There aren't really any Hollywood moments of heroism in, the, in this war novel, and you make a point of saying this is not our grandfather's war. Do you think with each successive generation, the experience of going to war uh, is becoming more damaging and less moral, perhaps?
1: You know, we really can't hide behind this vision of war as this kind of glorious, heroic endeavor because we just have more information. It's, it's sort of undeniable what it really is. I'm not a politician by any means, but but given the state of the world that we're in, it's harder and harder for me to imagine a kind of easy black and white good war as they talked about World War II.
0: And there's this scene in the novel where a commanding officer tells uh, soldiers getting ready for battle, you may never do anything as important again in your entire lives. Is that a kind of statement, uh, whether it was real or not, is that a statement that you wrestled with during your time deployed in Iraq?
1: If you set aside any sort of ideas about the sort of the justness of our involvement in Iraq, I mean, the practical reality of it is you're one person and, you know, you're depending on people for your immediate physical safety and other people are depending upon you for their immediate physical safety. So, I mean, in that respect, it, it is important in a way that very little else can be. And, and, and I think, again, I mean, that's something that people struggle with and that I struggled with when I came home, this idea of what in my life is going to matter that much again. Mm. Uh, so I think that's just one sort of one of the threads of that of the difficulty of coming home is wrestling with that.
0: The war in Iraq has pretty much vanished from the headlines this year. But I'm wondering what images, what moments would you like Americans to to remember to take away from what happened there?
1: Well, I mean, I think to look at it as comprehensively as possible, to be, to be honest about the things that happened there and look honestly at it. I mean, terrible, awful things happened there, but, but there, were, there were actually moments when we were able to, to do good. For me, it's important to just acknowledge the, the complexity of you know, our collective experience to try to, to look at it as a whole and to not look away from any one single aspect of it
0: author Kevin Powers. His novel is called The Yellow Birds. Great to speak with you, Kevin. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: We have chapter one of the novel on our website. You can read from the yellow birds at theworld.org.